dynamic, and totally prepared. Here's Patricia Raskin with Positive Living on the leader in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello everyone. I'm Patricia Raskin, and welcome to Positive Living. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week, and as I always say each week, Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy and successful and fulfill lives. And each week you can call us at 888-335-5204. We're here on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. And you can also go to my website, raskinresources.com, and listen to the archive programs that are on my site and get a copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. Well, I believe in positive living, as you all know, and today we're not only talking about positive living, we're talking about the seventh principle that's in my book. I have seven principles for positive living. And it's called Believe in Miracles. And today we have on the Miracle Maker, who actually has her own show on Voice America. My guest today is Joan Hangarter. She's an author, professional speaker, consultant, and she's the author of Keys to Amazing Practice Prosperity in 60 Days or Less, and she's the founder of the Miracle Makers Club. In 1999, Joan's worst nightmare came true. She lost everything, including the kitchen sink. Determined not to remain poor for the rest of her life, she taught her children the secrets of miracle making. The Miracle Makers Club became the source of power to create their miracles. And Dr. Joan is a chiropractor. Welcome, Joan Hangarter. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah. And I have worked with Joan. Uh, Joan has a show on the air, which is called Make a Miracle. And it is on Voice America. Joan, tell us when your show is on. The show airs live Thursdays at noon, and then subsequently the rest of the week you can get on demand, and it airs several times, actually. It changes every week. Okay, and noon Pacific time on Wednesday. Noon Pacific. It's on Thursdays, noon Pacific time, and it's called Make Your Miracle Now. Right. Make Your Miracle Now. Sorry I didn't get that exactly right. Um, Joan, I'm I'm very excited to have you on the program because you are someone who doesn't just talk about miracles. You've made them happen in your life, and now you're interviewing other miracle makers. So you're really, and you're spreading the word to miracle makers, and you're getting people to call in and get help with their own miracles. Talk a little bit about your show because your show is who you are. Well, my show is extremely exciting, Patricia, because my vision is worldwide to help millions of people to make millions of miracles. And the only way to do it is through media. And I have an assortment of guests on. I have people in process of making a miracle and people who need a miracle. And I also have guests who are inspirational and live people who are ordinary but now live extraordinary lives and who are role models and achievers and mentors and motivators. Mm -hmm. And you you have a journal here called the Miracle Activation Journal. And you you ask people to be part of your Miracle Makers Club. 
And what you say in your book is that the Miracle Makers Club will help you uncover the determination to revitalize your sense of purpose and mission, to enhance your power and raise your vibration to the point where catching your miracle wave becomes possible. It's a breathtaking journey. Let's take it together. Those are powerful words, Joan. And my question to you is when people's vibration is not high or when they have a high vibration and they're slipping back into a low vibration, whether they're listening to negative programming or their ruminating thoughts are getting in the way, how do you get them to get to the high vibration so they can attract and catch the miracle? All right. Well, that's a, a big, big approach, Patricia. First step is to realize that to have a lower vibration is common. And so to raise your vibration always takes extraordinary conscious acts. So if you find your vibration is lowering, check what you're eating because food will bring you down the wrong foods. Check the friends you're hanging out with because miracle busters will bring you down. Check the activities that you're, you're involved in. Start making a list of those things that you do that make you feel great. Have I given you enough yet? Yes, you have. What you're basically saying is that people, that there are things that you can do within your control that will help you lift sort of the cobwebs out of your mind. And you're saying the physical activity and eating well and being around the right people are all going to help lift you up. But more than that, okay, to, to change your vibration means that you're changing your entire thought process. And what we are thinking about and vibrating about, basically, is what we attract back in the universe. So if we want transformation and we want miracles, we have to change our entire vibration to do that. Because only one thought can exist in the universe at a time. It's either positive or negative. And if we continue to think positive thoughts, that's what we are going to attract in our environment. If we put out, oh, my God, I'm afraid, this and that, my, I'm tired, bad things are going to happen, that's what we're going to attract. So if you catch yourself, Joan, slipping back, should you start doing one of those things, like eating well or exercising or calling a friend or consciously putting yourself in a situation that you know will make you feel better? Yes, but the, of course you should do those things. But oftentimes, Patricia, once you're slipping back, you're, you're, you start panicking. You go, oh, my God, I'm slipping back. I'm falling. I'm okay. gaining weight. I'm out of control. And then you usually panic and not know what to do. So the secret here is to refocus on why are you changing? What is the miracle about? What are you trying to accomplish in your life? What is your mission, your vision, and your goal? Because when you focus back on where you're headed, and where you really want to be, it's much easier to gain control of, of all of these out-of-control addictions. I see. I see. So what you're saying is go back to the bigger purpose and mission. Always. Always. And, and that that's what will, you're about. And then tell yourself, well, this is temporary. This is, this is negative thinking, but it's not part of my mission and my vision. One of my mentors once said to me, Joan, always set your sail for the opposite shore, and always keep in sight where you're going. And that's the hardest challenge in life is to remember that we're going in a certain direction, and, yes, we have a lot of distractions, but if we want to catch that miracle wave, we have to get very focused on our intention Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what we really want. 
All right, let's ask you a question. Okay. When you were, when you lost everything and you had to rebuild and you had two children and, you know, you, you weren't sure which way this was going to go, what are the things that you did to pull in that miracle consciously? And what were some of the things that made you see that, oh, it's here, it's come? What were those clues? What were those little baby miracles that led you up to the big one? Boy, you're packing a lot in there. First, I was I was destitute and I was desperate, and I was anxious and ill from from my despair. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in very good shape, but I did meditate a lot. And I would sit on the floor in my room and I would ask the universe, "What was going on? Why am I here?" And I'd get the same answer over and over again that I was here to heal and inspire millions of people. And then I'd go, but I'm hungry. I don't have food. And so I kept being told to be patient. So on an inner level, I knew something big was happening. But I also saw that nothing was happening because my life was exactly the same. Mm. And I really got to the point, Patricia, and in my search now with my radio show, I'm finding this is true, I got to the point where I told God, basically, either you take my life and end it now or... I'm going to have to just go for this dream that I keep feeling is inside me. Mm. You see, I thought it was going to happen to me. I didn't realize I had to make it happen. So I, I became, I came to a turning point where if I was going to live one more day like this, forget it, take my life. Mm-hmm. And I had to believe the dream was real or else make the dream real is what I said. You know, don't keep throwing these fantasies out to me. And I made a decision at that moment that I was going to pretend that the dream was real. So I said to myself, okay, Joan, let's say that these dreams are real. You're really here to heal and inspire millions of people to make millions of miracles. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that the impossible is true and you have this mission. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And once I realized that the alternative was too horrible, the, the despair, the poverty, the misery was too horrible a life, the mm-hmm. emptiness, I said, okay, I'm going to pretend that this is real, and I'm going to start looking at what I can do. So I took it in this big picture, and I worked backwards until I got to steps that I could do every single day, impoverished or not, to, to make it happen. And, and tell, us, tell us a couple of those steps that you did. Okay. Well, this, this is great. So here I am visualizing I'm destitute, don't even have top ramen this week, and I'm visualizing that I'm supposed to be a famous speaker, healing and inspiring millions of people to make miracles. Mm-hmm. So what's the first thing, when I got to the top, what would, I, what would have had to have happened? And so I said, okay, I would have had to have been on Oprah by then. All right. All right, so I had to make it real. So what kind of life would I be leading once I'm on Oprah? And I visualized that. Then I worked backwards. Well, in order to be on Oprah... I need to be a speaker. Well, in order to be a speaker, I'd need to have a book. In order to have a book, I'd need to sit down and write it, have a topic, have a theme. And so one of the things I started out with originally, initially, was writing the book because that was one of the first things I could do whether I was poor or not. So I started by doing that, and I thought, okay, I will be, you know, I'm going to have to be a speaker So I began contacting all the local organizations around here and gave away my speaking services, went and spoke wherever I could so I could start to get better. 
I said, okay, I'm training myself as a professional speaker. So I did that. Mm. And by then I had a book and I self-published it. In those days, Welfare actually helped me get the paper and the Mm -hmm. ink Mm -hmm. and the postage stamps for my first book. And that's a miracle. Well, that was a major miracle. In those days, just getting food on the table was a major miracle. But those are some of the ways it started, Patricia. Mm. I wrote an article about being poor, and it ended up being, and I sent it out to six editors, and it ended up being published on the front page of the San Francisco Examiner. Mm. And 30 people Mm. sent me food, gift certificates. They delivered food. They sent us presents. It was very empowering. And that was a major miracle. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk more about your miracle life. Um, We haven't talked too much about what happened to you that caused the devastation, and we can talk about that after the break. We should because there's no security on this planet. Okay, and and you create your own miracle, which is what you've done, but I think what is so incredible is what you're doing to help other people as well, Joan. And I I just personally um, want to commend you for that and just hope everybody who hears this knows that what you're doing is not just being a miracle maker, but you've created your own and now you're giving back. Well, we'll talk about that because it's the commitment behind your your plea for a miracle that also determines your miracle. Very important. All right, we'll talk about commitment when we come back. This is great. Thanks, Patricia. Uh, of course, you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. You can call us after the break to ask Dr. Joan how to create your miracle, 888-335-5204. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Information you need, when you need it, VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time to Voice America for True Life in God with Betsy Serafin. On the show, Betsy will talk about the importance of having God in your life, as well as discuss how God is calling Christians to come together in the heart. So make it a point to tune in to True Life in God every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. In today's world, it's hard to find the truth with anything. Is there such a thing as the truth? Where and how can I find it? Will someone just give it to me straight? Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific for Mario Vidal, an exciting new show that will give it to you straight every time and tackle the truth behind everything from political issues and crime to vocational and career counseling. So log on and tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. This is Dr. Pat Basile, and I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The defendant, having been found guilty, is sentenced to a term of five years imprisonment. Defendant will be remanded to custody immediately. On June 4th, my big brother was sentenced to five years in prison for a gun crime. That day, he sentenced me to five years of walking home alone from school. When you commit a gun crime, your family pays the price. Gun crimes hit home. A public service announcement brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhood and the Ad Council. Tune in every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to Voice America for Global Security with Victor Plesner. Global Security is the show that covers international security issues for all walks of life since 9-11 and what the future may present to keep our world safe. You will hear from leaders of global security companies as well as authors of books on law enforcement and terrorism. 
So join us Fridays at 8 a.m. for Global Security with Victor Plesner, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to voiceamerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And my guest just said she loved my music, and it's Mozart because he's my favorite composer and certainly brings a lot of joy to my life. Um, just want to tell you that I have been with Voice America now. This is my third year. And the reason that I'm with Voice America is because I saw three years ago when the Internet was in its infancy that the Internet, and particularly Voice America, is the way to spread the word of your message because look at where the Internet is now, folks. It's where cable television was, you know, 20 years ago, and it's only growing and growing. And if you have a powerful message and you want to get it out to many, many people, this is certainly a great vehicle. And Voice America has chosen wonderful hosts who have a great message, and those are the kinds of things that you hear. So I encourage you to listen to other programs beside mine, Positive Living, which is on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. And another show that I really think you should listen to is the show of my guest. Yes, thank you, Miracle Today. Dr. Joan Handgarter. And she is is an author, and she is the founder of the Miracle Makers Club. And her show is Make Your Miracle Today, which is on Thursdays at noon Pacific and 3 p.m. Eastern. Welcome back, Dr. Joan. I'm so happy to be here, Patricia. Okay, here's what you have in the back of your book. I'm going to read this, and then you can talk about commitments. By Walt Disney, when you wish upon a star, it makes no difference who you are. When you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. But it also takes commitment. So talk about that and how you were committed in your own life because of what happened to you. Okay, well, let's talk about what Walt Disney says first. We all have a dream inside of us, every single one of us, and society, responsibilities, and life usually beats it out of us, so we forget that dream. What happened to me was I had a dream once, too, of being a famous speaker and an inspirer. But instead, I was living my life, which was as a very successful chiropractor. I saw thousands of people, and I had patients, all kinds, little ones, old ones. Mm -hmm. And I loved my practice. But I always had this fear that somehow it was too good to be true, and I'd lose everything and go bankrupt. I did. It was a secret fear, Patricia. Really? And Yes, I never tell people this, but I always thought something terrible would happen to me one day. And it did. And it did. I lost everything, and so I became injured, could no longer practice, had an abusive boyfriend who kind of took off the rest of my money, and I woke up one day, and I had no practice, no way of living, no source of money. Mm. And at that time, I had insurance. When I when I thought I was protecting myself against the roof caving in, I bought right. an insurance policy that right. promised to protect me, and it didn't. So now I am I can't work. I have no money. Have an abusive boyfriend, and my insurance company wrongfully terminates my benefits. Wrongfully, we'll say. Wrongfully and woefully. But there's nothing you can do when an insurance company does that. Mm-hmm. So I panic stricken took my kids and threw everything in the car and ran off down south towards my sister's house. And I realized at that moment that if anything was going to change in our life, we would have to do it ourselves. Mm. And that's when I sat my kids down and I said, kids, it's going to take a miracle to get our life back. 
and my daughter was 10, my son was 8, and at that moment we formed the Miracle Makers Club because we knew we needed a miracle. Mm, mm, And we would sit and and visualize and talk about what kind of life we wanted to create. Okay, all right, wait, stop. (laughs) Here's what I want to know. Okay. Here you are sitting with your kids, and you're saying it'll take a miracle. Yeah. Joan, how did you have the courage and the strength? Somewhere down deep inside, you knew you could create that, or you would have said, forget it. You would have said, it takes a miracle, and I can't do this. So there was something in you that knew you could do this. What was it? Well, because I had this other side that had this dream, the Walt Disney dream, uh-huh. the, the dream, uh-huh. and I kind of you used never that let go dream. of that to stimulate that that there was a life somewhere. Mm-hmm. I actually believe that somehow it would be possible in some miraculous way that one day I might be doing this, because otherwise why would I keep having this dream? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how I was going to make it. I knew that by myself I did, couldn't create, even catch a miracle wave. My vibration was so low. And I instinctively turned to my children because I felt that, that the three of us together could create and enough of a positive vibration to change and transform us to catch the wave. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I really, and I encourage that now, by the way, I encourage families to go inside together to work on what is your family vision and dream. But you know what you just said is you, you never really did give up the dream because you always believed in the Walt Disney you can make your dream come true. So you kept that kind of childlike Cinderella dream come true. You always kept that which was good because if you had been a cynic or maybe a real pragmatist or a real realist, you'd say, hey, come on, this is ridiculous. But you kept that childlike wonder, which is how people make dreams come true. Well, you know what's really funny? A week later, I'm in the kitchen at my sister's, and suddenly the Wall Street Journal was opened up, and the front page of it was about my insurance company wrongfully terminating claimants' benefits, just like mine. Oh, but the same day. My sister and her husband both deny having put the Wall Street Journal there. It was like a miracle that this article showed up because I contacted the attorneys and they took my case. Isn't that interesting? Which was really a miracle. And then, and then it came right to you. And then, well, slowly it came right to me. These things, when you're that far down, the the major thing that we did, though, Patricia, was my daughter said that, Mom, when we make it back again because my kids had total faith. They believed. They totally believed that that mom was going to pull us through. Mm -hmm. And Mm. my daughter said, Mom, when we do that, we have to give back and start and teach other people how they Mm. can create miracles. Wow. And when we got, remember when we went for the station break, I said commitment is most important. When when we're desperate, we always say, okay, God, you know, I'll go on a diet, I'll be right. good, I, I'll, I won't eat ice cream anymore, whatever the promises are we yeah. make. Normally, when we then get that thing we're begging for, we usually forget our commitments, mm-hmm. and then we wonder why our energy goes back to where it was and no good thing doesn't happen for long. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing we can do is we can act on the commitment even before we've gotten the promise. And I think by starting my speaking career as I was writing the book, before I had my miracles was my way of starting to give back and show that I was committed, Mm -hmm. that this wasn't just about me having a miracle because I always said that that my miracles involved in in creating miracles for the planet and for others. 
and that I don't have a miracle until you have your miracle. Mm. So you really made that, that commitment. You started right away. My daughter was really inspirational about that. And my son, they both wanted to do this. Mm. And that's how come we're still the Miracle Makers Club. Now, how long, Joan, would you say... Oh, well, now what we what we haven't told the audience is that you did take on the insurance company and you won. Oh, kind I won of like in a big er, way. Kind of like Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. So you won a lot, and then when you had more than you needed, then what did you do? Well, then I started to fund the Miracle Makers Club Mm -hmm. (laughs) because, you see, I never thought that I won just for me. I always thought that I won this case so that I could be a voice for other people because Mm -hmm. somehow I've been fortunate enough to have a gutsy voice and that the purpose of winning this money was so that I could give back to the planet what I had been getting. Mm -hmm. Mm. I never thought it was just for me. So how long has this been since the, the since you won the case and since you've been actively supporting and funding this this foundation in a sense? Well, I won the case three years ago, but I didn't. But then I was called the welfare millionaire because I was still on welfare, mm-hmm. and I just really won the case last November, meaning it was settled and they paid me. Okay, meaning that you that you had to that you still had to go through some things. It was three years. Mm. And that's because of negotiations back and forth? No, we never negotiated with them. They never offered to settle. We never offered to settle. It had to go through the appeals court. Oh, and wow. then it was just, they had to decide whether or not to take it up to the Supreme Court. Wow. But by then, they I think they felt that they could lose on the case, and they decided not to go up to the Supreme Court. But they, you, they don't really want to were, you were tested. Oh, you oh were I was tested? severely tested. On the other hand, my case launched a 60 Minutes investigation. Wow. Various uh, journalistic reports. Kiplinger did a big article on me, USA Today. Joan, did you believe, now Now here you are in a pellet court. It's taking longer. Did you think you'd win in your heart? Oh, my God, Patricia. You know, that was one of those things that was too good to be true and happens to other people, never happens to me. Mm-hmm. Here's what I did in the courtroom. I didn't want to put any of my negative vibrations out. I had one black dress that someone had given me that I wore every single day because it's the only dress I had. And what I would do is I would place angels in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid my own negative thinking would would come back against me and all my fear that I just decided that, that I would just pretend that there were angels, and I put angels around the opposing attorneys, the judge, the mm. jury, myself, my everyone, so that I wouldn't think about my own fear. Mm. Oh, this is powerful, too. <laughs> well, oh. and, then, and then the time, I knew I won right before we went back in the courtroom when I, I just, like, heard the Hallelujah Chorus in my head. Really? And when I, yeah, I did. I heard the Hallelujah Chorus. And then I walked in, and the judge was smiling. Oh, what a story. And that's how I knew. And, and this right settled out uh, uh, last November, so it hasn't been a year yet. No, it hasn't been a year. It's and a look, time. already you have your own syndicated show on Voice America. Yes. You're already, already helping, I'm sure, hundreds and thousands of people. 
Oh, just really powerful. All right, we're going to take a break on that powerful note, Joan, and we're going to tell people that they need to log on to MiracleMakersClub.com and listen to Dr. Joan Hangarter's program, which is Make Your Miracle Today, and that's on Thursdays at noon Pacific and 3 o'clock Eastern on VoiceAmerica.com, right where you are right now. Just just keep your computer on for a few more days and listen on Thursday. And Dr. Joan Hangarter created a miracle in her own life, and now she's helping thousands and soon-to-be millions of people create miracles in their lives. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Call us after the break at 888-335-5204. We're here Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Pacific. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Cutting edge. Challenging. Stimulating. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Kevin Garnett, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant. Today, more and more student-athletes are bypassing college and heading straight to the pros. Matt Bush, Freddie Adu, LeBron James. Discuss the benefits and pitfalls of going pro on the Sport Mavericks with Ida Moyer and Mama Starks every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Sport Mavericks provides straightforward, no-nonsense talk about the current and sometimes controversial topics facing student-athletes and their parents today. Agents want to make money. Schools want the publicity. The Sport Mavericks wants what's best for you. So whether you or your child is thinking about bypassing college or looking for the best university to showcase their talents, listen to the Sport Mavericks with Ida Moyer and Mama Starks every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Sport Mavericks, smart talk for parents and athletes. Hi, I'm Jennifer Lewis, and you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to Voice America for Global Security with Victor Plesner. Global Security is the show that covers international security issues for all walks of life since 9-11 and what the future may present to keep our world safe. You will hear from leaders of global security companies as well as authors of books on law enforcement and terrorism. So join us Fridays at 8 a.m. for Global Security with Victor Plesner right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. When tax time comes, are you the person that goes to your accountant with a shoebox literally full of receipts? Stop wasting your accountant's time as well as your own by organizing your finances with the help of Joe Dunphy and Poor Richard Shoebox. Heard live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Poor Richard Shoebox will let you know what you can do to organize for tax time as well as how to get the most out of your retirement. So get all of your receipts together and tune in to Poor Richard Shoebox with Joe Dunphy every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on the Voice America Radio Network. The defendant, having been found guilty, is sentenced to a term of five years imprisonment. Defendant will be remanded to custody immediately. On June 4th, my big brother was sentenced to five years in prison for a gun crime. That day, he sentenced me to five years of walking home alone from school. When you commit a gun crime, your family pays the price. Gun crimes hit home. A public service announcement brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, 
Hi, everyone. We are back, and we're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. The program that brings you the voice, voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. There are many wonderful programs on Voice America beside mine that are helping people make a great difference in their life. Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. You can call in at 888-335-5204. We're here Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. And you can log on to my website, raskinresources.com, get a copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, and also listen to the archive shows on my site. I also have a local show where I live that's been on the air for eight years, and that's also called Positive Living. So we're spreading and pollinating to the airwaves, which is what I do. And as my guest has an incredible mission, so do I, and that is to bring people on my program like her who are making a huge difference on the planet. My guest is Dr. Joan Hangarter, and she is the founder of the Miracle Makers Club. She is also the host of Make Your Miracle Today, which is right here on Voice America on Thursdays at noon Pacific and 3 o'clock Eastern. And Dr. Joan has had an incredible miracle in her life. She lost everything uh, and gained it all back. And she's another Erin Brockovich, um, so to speak, but now is with her riches. She is creating riches in other people's lives by helping them create their own miracles. Welcome back, Dr. Joan. This is a great show, Patricia. Thank you. Thank you. And people can log on to MiracleMakersClub.com. You can get this book, Make Your Life a Miracle. You can get the Miracle Activation Journal and this wonderful guided meditation called Miracle Activation Guided Meditation, all published by Dr. Joan this year. So it's hot off the press. Yes, it is. All right. Joan, let's talk about we were talking in the very beginning about how you change your thinking before you can create a miracle and how many times people come from very tough situations, whether it's an abusive relationship with someone or someone they really love that has turned on them that they never expected or the loss of something or the loss of a job that you thought was, was so secure. Um, talk about that and how you get through that and how you diffuse that anger and that self-pity so you can turn it into the miracle in your life. God, you ask a lot at once, Patricia. I know, but I give you the broad brush and then you can answer. So the, the only security we have is what's inside of us because in the end when we rely on other people, we rely on jobs, the universe, invariably we're let down in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Now, if we think about the fact that each of us has a mission and quest, which is how I think about it, then I think that all of the situations and the people that have come in my life have been to test me on that mission and quest. Some people have helped me. Many people have distracted me, like this boyfriend that I told you about that ended up, because of him, I I ended up losing Mm $500,000. So I had placed my faith in a person and lost a lot. And what happened for me is that I, in order to create a miracle for me around this, I had to come to terms with him. And what I realized is that I had chosen him. I began to look at the higher picture of why had, why had I chosen him. And it was really 
because he, he distracted me from my miracle. I was able to not go for what I want and instead took care of him, lost all this money, which gave me a fabulous excuse as to why I could no longer, you know, brush myself off and go after my quest and my miracle. Mm-hmm. And so, in a way, he, he was my excuse for being a, quote, loser and lost for a long time. But how did he help you in the broader picture? Well, because in the broader picture, Patricia, I wouldn't have been here. I wouldn't have a show about miracles. I wouldn't have the Miracle Makers Club. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have the voice or the passion and determination that I now have. And so a major miracle happened for me when I began to see not only why I had created him, but what were the blessings from that relationship, what were the learning experiences, what did these obstacles teach me? Well, they made me very strong. They gave me a platform from which to grow and thrive, and without him and those losses, we wouldn't be here today. And that's how you really turn it around. You look at the situation, the person, the job, whatever it is that's that's been there, and look at what you've learned, what you haven't learned, How? why... Did you attract and put this person in your own movie anyway? So it's all part of a grand scheme. It's all part of a grand scheme. And how do that person? And how do you let go in in all of this? And I think this is pertinent. When you come to that, how do you then let go of the other person's perspective? Let's say that he thinks you're not a nice person, or all the things you did for him don't count anymore, or he's changed the whole history so that everything that that you did that was good isn't looked as good. How do you resolve that thinking in your mind when it's not true in your mind, but, but it's true in somebody else's mind, even though it's not the truth? Isn't that horrible? Because you're so, I became so obsessed with it myself that finally I had to, well, in my case, I told him if I ever heard from him again, I would have him arrested. I was able to do that because the police had taken him out originally. Mm-hmm. But, and I did, I had to block off every single piece of communication. I had to hide every letter and everything because I ate myself up that he couldn't understand my, I spent my whole relationship trying to convince him of my point of view. Mm-hmm. And he never heard. And even today I heard of a situation the same way where, where, a person takes the facts and they deliberately distort it. Well, each person has their own reality, Patricia. It's right. quite true that he thinks I'm this vicious, stupid, mean, selfish, B-I-T-C-H, mm-hmm. and he'll always think that way about me. But he'll well, have great. to in order to justify his position. But great. Go ahead and think that way. See, I realized that my, my life was destroyed. The insurance company was to blame. My boyfriend was to blame. But so what? I still had to get on with my life. I still had to get up and get on with my life regardless of what the rest of the planet thought about me mm-hmm. and had done to me. It didn't matter that these people had created this for me. So in essence, I finally said, yes, okay, he thinks this, he thinks this, he thinks this. There's nothing I can do about that. The only thing I can do is change my future, and that's what I proceeded to do mm-hmm. every day. I can't change the fact that today I'm hungry, but I can change tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And every time I fell and I and I was just depressed, I would remember I can't change the past, but I can change the future. Mm-hmm. Can't change your thinking, but I can change my own. Mm-hmm. 
and I and it forced me to do even more creative visualizations where I would see myself as a beautiful person and as a beautiful flower. I did this one meditation where I was I'd do it every day. I was a beautiful flower inside and I would peel away all the petals of self despair and ugliness and loneliness and misery and hunger. Mm. So I was constantly reinforcing the inside of me. Mm. How beautiful. And you have a, a CD called the Miracle Activation Guided Meditation. Is some of that in there, Joan? The Miracle Activation Meditation is really beautiful. It has essences of that. And there's one part where you actually... One thing, a turning point for me also was I imagine when I died that I was going to heaven, and you know how you're supposed to tell God or whoever it is up there about all the things you've done and not done on the planet? Mm -hmm. The idea of telling God that I failed in my mission was too horrifying for me. The thought that, that yes, I, I had this boyfriend and I, was, and I lost money and I was hungry, none of that seemed enough reason to be able to tell God why I failed. Does that make sense? So inside the meditation, there is a place where you really get to look at what you've done this lifetime and what you felt you could do and and how it feels to not do that and then how you can go back and start doing all these things to feel fulfilled. It's and, a great meditation. You do it three days in a row. All right. For best results. And the feedback I'm getting is beautiful. And if people are interested in this, they log on to MiracleMakersClub.com. Yes, and also the journal that goes with it. Yes. When I started begging God for a miracle, I always added, and send me, send me an owner's guide with specific instructions mm -hmm. because I seem to be having a lot of problems. So try to be very specific, God, and tell me exactly what you want me to do. So this journal is is in correlation with the guided meditation and you write it yourself and it gives you all your, your well, everything you need to go and make your miracle. Mm. I, and I have it in my hand as you're talking. I have it in my really hand. Beautiful. It's, it's, it's quite lovely and there's, there's uh, steps in here and then questions. Yes. And what promise did you make? Uh, why do you want your miracle to happen? It's, it's really quite, quite visual. Oh, right. And the other thing about miracles, Patricia, is that if they're just about you, you know, they don't usually happen. Because when we become a miracle maker in the true sense of the world word, we then stand so strong in our power that we become a magnet for other people to have their miracles. Mm -hmm. See, yeah. so it's universal. We have to do this. Okay. Very good. So it needs to be a broader miracle, not just about you. Right. We're going to take well, isn't that why you do your radio show? Absolutely. If it was all about you, you could, you wouldn't be doing it. True. All right, we're going to take a break. My wonderful guest, Dr. Joan Hangarter, she is the founder of the Miracle Makers Club. She's the author of Make Your Life a Miracle. Her show, Make Your Miracle Today, is on voiceamerica.com on Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern. And you can call us after the break at 888-335-5204. Remember that Positive Living is on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. 
Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race star. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Connecting your world, the Internet's number one talk and information station, voiceamerica.com. How can you have a better life on your terms? You can have a better life because you can become better. Stop waiting for everything around you to change. Tune in every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Voice America for Life on Your Terms with David Martin. David Martin, an internationally recognized speaker, will teach you what successful people are doing. So join us Wednesday at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time for Life on Your Terms with David Martin. Right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. It's always great to be on voiceamerica.com because Voice America is America's Voice. And Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here, and I've been here for three years. Positive Living brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. There's still time to call in with your question for Dr. Joan, the Miracle Maker, at 888-335-5204. We're always here Mondays, as I said, at 11 a.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Opposite. Opposite, 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern. My guest is Dr. Joan Hangarter. She is the author of Make Your Life a Miracle, the Miracle Activation Journal, and Miracle Activation Guided Meditation. But more than that, she is the founder of the Miracle Makers Club, which is www.miraclemakersclub.com. Her radio program is on Voice America. It's on Thursdays, and it's on... 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on voiceamerica.com, and it's called Make Your Miracle Today. Welcome back, Dr. Joan. Welcome back, Patricia. And we play a game. 
In a minute, as soon as I brag about you a little bit more. The reason that Dr. Joan is, to me, is a real miracle maker and is powerful is because she created a miracle in her own life. She became kind of the Erin Brockovich when, as a chiropractor, she had an injury. She thought she had an insurance policy that covered her, and the insurance company said that it didn't, and it took her several years, but she actually won, and now the money that she has is helping her to create miracles for thousands of people. Okay, Dr. Joan, go ahead. Okay, let's play the what-if game. What if you could have your miracle? Doug, why don't you play it with me, Patricia? What if you had your dreams? What would you be doing? My dream, Mm -hmm. my biggest dream would be to have a nationally syndicated radio show, kind of like Larry King and Barbara Walters. That would would be the real dream. Uh, Can I be a guest on that? Absolutely. Well, then I my first that. one. If that happens, my first one, and that's a promise. When that happens, <laughs> when that happens, and what kind of car are you going to be driving on the show? Um, gee, my dream has always been to have a Jaguar. To have a Jaguar, what color? Oh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't gotten that far. I want you to think about this. So when you, when our audience plays the what if game, it's what if your dreams could come true. What if your dreams were really real and you were meant to have them? Mm. And that they were like the spice or the seeds that, that were planted in you to, to take you off the path of the ordinary mm. as you move into becoming an extraordinary human, living their full potential. Mm. So it's the what-if game. Mm. And so that's what you do on your show with your guests. Well, we do it all the time. Of course, because how can you know if you have a miracle unless you know what it is that's miraculous to you? And then, again, the big question, which I asked you before, is when it is such a big dream and you have doubts that that will happen because it hasn't happened yet, then how do you break through that? Well, Patricia, when I had the dream of becoming a miracle maker, it was a huge thing. It was like here I was destitute, had no money to create a miracle of food for myself, and I had these thoughts that I'm supposed to teach people about miracles. How do you go from impoverishment to becoming a major world speaker? When you can't see your way, you do it one step at a time and one belief at a time. And that is to take out all your dreams and go, what if this was really meant to happen? And and the other part of that is that since the rest of the world won't agree with you because they'll think it's way too big and over the top, Mm -hmm. you have to stand very firm in yourself and you have to use your own inner guidance as to when you're going off the path. Like you go to the right, but you're not supposed to go to the right, but it's safe to the right. Mm -hmm. Whereas and pretty soon you meet a ton of obstacles and you go, well, I was thought I was supposed to have this dream come true. And then you sit back and you say, well, I really only did that because I was afraid it wouldn't work. Or does this make, se- does this make mm-hmm. sense what I'm saying? So you, hold, you have to really hold to what the real true vision is. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no ways you can substitute it. There's no ways you can pretend it doesn't exist. You have to actually say this is real, and we're going to take all those steps to really make it real. Mm-hmm. Powerful. It is. It's very powerful because it's empowering and it's listening to your guidance. All right. We have a couple of minutes left, Joan. So whatever you want to tell us about if people get one thing out of this program, what do they get, or anything you want to tell them that will help them, again, create that miracle. 
What I want to tell each of you out there listening is that that I'm not the only miracle maker here on the planet. Each of you is a miracle maker. The miracles are within you. They're part of what your destiny is and part of those inner voices that push you out, out of discontent that you need to do more and accomplish more. When you step into your power and you follow this path, then you become a miracle maker for those people around you who were waiting for you to step into the path to do that. So I've had hundreds of people call me and tell me that once they began to follow their dream, it's almost as if the miracle wave opened up and one step after another came true. But the most empowering is that those people became miracle makers for others and then those others became miracle makers for others. And so it's like a drop in the ocean. Once we become conscious of our own gifts and powers, we can transform the entire planet. Mm. These people have questions or they're listening to this and they're inspired and they have a miracle but they don't think it can happen. Can they write to you? They can send me emails, yes, yes, yes. They can call me while I'm on the show. I love to get emails. I read questions on the if they just are too shy to even call, send me your questions, and I'll read them on the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and also to know that it's a very big step to say, you know what, I am going to make my dreams come true. I am going to build myself an extraordinary life. I am going to follow my heart. I have one quote I always say is that a dreamer is considered a dreamer and nothing more until the day their dreams come true. And then everyone starts to say they were a visionary. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. And, and now you're a visionary because mm-hmm. it's it's come true and they say, oh, yes, I always knew you could do it. How beautiful. Joan, thanks for being on the program. Oh, thank That's you, really Patricia. Nice. You keep doing what you're doing because this is right living. And I want you to know that I see myself on this incredible show that you're going to be doing. Wow, that's wonderful. You'll be about a year away. I'll be there. All right. Thank you. Stay on the line. Thank you so much. Okay. And, folks, um, log on to MiracleMakersClub.com to learn more about Dr. Jones' Make Your Life a Miracle and listen on Thursdays at 12 p.m. Pacific right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Next week on my show, Positive Living, I have on one of my favorite people who I interviewed when I first did television about 10 years ago. His name is Bill Irwin. And he is the only blind person to have completed the 2,168-mile Appalachian Trail. His historic hike-in began in Georgia and ended almost nine months later in north-central Maine. And this amazing odyssey was the single most publicized human endeavor that year. And since that time, nobody blind has ever done the Appalachian Trail. He's now a keynote speaker, author, business consultant, life coach, marriage counselor, and health minister. A wonderful, wonderful man. And I just i am so excited to have him on the program. And his wisdom is, is just tremendous. And as he says, if I can do it, anybody can do it. He built his home in Maine, his log cabin, with his wife, blind, and lift the log. So, again, if Joan can create miracles and he can um, build houses and climb the trail and make his miracle happen, so can you. Until next time, folks, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. I love you all. Uh, tune into uh, Positive Living on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. And do log on to RaskinResources.com for a copy of my book and to listen to my archive shows. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great day.
Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Thank you.